Across America and around the world, famous vintners and favorite destinations. We share the stories behind the wines. Welcome to Vintage, hosted by the voice of wine, Brian Bushlack. Welcome to our Vintage Virtual Tasting Room, and in this download, we visit Oregon wine country, the Willamette Valley, for this interactive episode at Chemistry. It's a collaboration between Stoller Family Estate and Shehala. So join us now at chemistrywine.com and follow along as we welcome Stoller VP of Winemaking, Melissa Burr, and Shehala winemaker, Katie Santora, to share the story behind this project you can virtually experience this with us and have these beautiful wines, which, by the way, are an incredible value, delivered right to your front door. Hey, Melissa and Katie, thanks so much for taking time out to join us and share this story. I'm interested to learn how the chemistry project came together. Uh, who, who put this together? Well, chemistry has been a collaborative project. So it's a collaboration between Solar Family Estate and Shehalem Winery. Shehalem has been co-owned by Bill Stoller for over 25 years. And we recently, Bill, purchased all of the ownership of, of Shehalem. And because of that, we've you know, been working together much more closely as teams, which has been fantastic. And out of that came this concept for this brand. Uh, Chemistry was a name that uh, a name that was owned by Shehalem, and they had used it for a wine label uh, previously, and it hadn't been used for quite a few years. And so the idea came together between this partnership of two wineries working really closely together, and also the time and place that we're in right now in Oregon, in the Willamette Valley in particular, there's so much great fruit being grown in our valley. And we wanted to be able to take the opportunity to work with vineyards that we hadn't worked with before. So really that's how it all came together by this partnership and ownership and vision uh, between two wineries. And Katie, it seems to me, you know, it's interesting, I think, from a consumer perspective, you know, we think of Stoller and Shehalem and now the collaboration with Chemistry. We also have Canned Oregon. So how does this work? I mean, you you each have your own vineyards and certainly have your own wineries. So you have, I guess, autonomy with, you know, your own wines and labels, certainly. Um, you're not mixing and sharing fruit or are you? No, we are not. That's a great question. So it's actually a really fun project because Stoller has their estate vineyard that they, the Stoller brand gets their fruit from. And then Shehalem now focuses on the Shehalem, only the Shehalem mountains. And we have a few different estate vineyards where chemistry is actually more of a snapshot of the Willamette Valley. So besides the vineyards that we get to really geek out on and have for years because of the wine we've made with them for years, we now get to almost expand our knowledge as winemakers and our knowledge of Oregon in general by working with these other vineyards where we get the fruit from for chemistry. So I like to look at it as just an amazing opportunity. This is 
very approachable winemaking to make approachable wines for people to try at affordable prices. So it almost is the gateway drug for, you know, Oregon in general, where hopefully people taste these wines, get really excited for Oregon, and then they can dive down that rabbit hole that never ends when you start learning about winemaking. Yeah, it's interesting. We have our audience following along in our virtual tasting room at chemistrywine.com. And uh, this only came about, what, a couple years ago. So, you know, you've you've been through, what, one vintage so far? Is this your second? This is our second. Yeah, 2017 was the, the inaugural vintage. And so now we're on the 2018 with our releases. Melissa, talk about the process of putting this together. I mean, it I think on the surface, it sounds easy, but there had to be some collaboration on who's doing what and minding the store and all that, right? Yeah, absolutely. And a big piece of this really is is lying with our, our vineyard manager, uh, VP of Vineyards, Jason Tosh. He has been in the industry for a long time, and he's got some great relationships with, with the, the Valley in general. And so he was able to source fruit where it all starts, right? And the second piece of it was, is that we've been growing as, as brands, both Stroller and Shehalem. And part of that growth is infrastructure. We invested in a large fermentation winery and we have space, we have tank space so that to, to make this wine. So that's another piece of the puzzle, but yeah, it, it it took, you know, all this different work, different looks at working together to make this happen. But the, the natural part of it in reality is just that it's just the fruit. Like we have all been around a while as winemakers and, and owners and, and growers and have seen Oregon really take off. And that translates to more vineyards being planted. So that's where it started. And we you know, went from there. But yes, it, it definitely was a process, Brian, for sure. I mean, even the label, I think I'm really proud of the label itself. You know, the name, like I mentioned, was already in existence with Shehalem as a second label. So that part was there. But, you know, coming up with this label, we have a really talented, uh, young graphic designer, uh, marketing uh, person, Austin Raz, and he did this label with the two rings intersecting. And I just think it's really timeless and classy and beautiful. But yeah, this was from the ground up and it happened pretty quickly. Yeah, it's really cool. And uh, we're going to talk more about the wines here in a sec and walk people through the online experience here. Uh, Katie, you know, you, you look at what you're doing here and, you know, every winery has a different approach to how they make or market their wines. I think what's interesting here is, you know, sometimes with what I guess we'd call an entry-level wine, you know, you talk about how this is perhaps the first wine that someone may drink that will lead them down a path to Stoller or to Shehalem. So, you know, this is not just just another project. I mean, there's a lot of importance with this project uh, because there's a lot of work that's gone into it over the years, right? Absolutely. Making a wine that gets people excited to taste more Oregon. I mean, I think when you're not in the Oregon bubble and you go other places, people are still a little bit surprised that Oregon makes wine and Oregon makes delicious wine. So there is a challenge of being able to work with all these different vineyards um, 
from that our vineyard team sources to make something that is really approachable and clean and delicious and just get people excited. So I'm not sure if that answers your question completely, but there are a lot of different layers that go into it. Yeah, no, you answered it perfectly. I mean, that's exactly what we're talking about. It wasn't just another marketing idea, right? I mean, you've got two incredible brands here collaborating. I love the name Chemistry, by the way. I mean, that's just the perfect name for this as well. And, you know, Melissa, you've been with Stoller for so many years now. And, you know, you talk about the importance of having a quality wine come out of this project because of all the work and, you know, (laughs) all the travel, everything you've put into Stoller over the years, it has to be, these have to be great wines. Oh, absolutely. And that's, that's non-negotiable, right? That's something that all of us on the wine team are dedicated to, but absolutely uh, for me personally, that's, something that I will never uh, let go. And that is probably my number one job here, right? Is it's got to be great wine in every single bottle. And before we talk about those wines, I want to ask you about the evolution of the Stoller family estate and the growth. And, you know, a lot of us always knew Shehalem was in the mix and now it's official and uh, it's part of the family officially official. But, you know, for you, it's got to be very satisfying to dare I say sit back because I know you don't sit back but for you to oftentimes reflect on the growth here because uh, it's pretty cool to see not only the physical growth in in and around the winery and the estate but of the brand and the recognition the tasting room getting national acclaim it's got to feel pretty cool it does absolutely Brian it's 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 incredible you know I started with Stoller in 2003 and at that time there was no tasting room on the property at Stoller Vineyard there's no winery you know I made the very little bit of wine that Bill Stoller wanted for his label at Shehalem in in 03 and fast forward to date you know with two facilities at the estate with the Shehalem in the mix now with the chemistry and the canned Oregon and all the things. Yeah, it's, it's incredible. And it's happened, I, you know, over time organically, you know, there's a lot of vision and focus and all that and tons of hard work, everything that went into it. But I think it's really neat to see the growth that this company's had in the same trajectory as the growth that Oregon's gone through. So yeah, it's incredible. And I think as a winemaker, there's a real gift in the fact that these wines are vintage wines. And so I can literally open a bottle from each vintage and, you know, Stoller, let's say, Stoller Family Estate Wines and know a lot about that year. And now there's chemistry and cans and all that. So, yeah, it's been such a gift. I'm really, really grateful to be here. And I think the number one thing that I'm proud of with this whole company is the people, you know, starting with Bill Stoller, number one, at the, you know, there with his vision. But he's really built something special and it's, it's not the buildings and it's not the bottles. It's, or even the vineyards are are fantastic. It's really about the people that are here. And I think that's, that's fabulous to be a part of. I would also agree just to step in on that also, just, I mean, to go back to chemistry as well and the people that have made this, I think like Melissa had mentioned before, it's, there's a whole crew that go into the vineyards to make this happen for the grapes to come in. And then there is a whole crew that does the winemaking side um, during fermentation and aging. And then there was a whole marketing crew to come up with this. So it really is about the people 
that make this bottle even come to us. Yeah, that's a great way to put it. And everybody following along on their phone or mobile device, if you click on sustainability, you'll see uh, proud to be B Corp certified. And we talked to Gary about this recently uh, on the show. You know, you talk about not only the people, but the way that you do business through all of the brands, right, is reflected in the B Corp certification, isn't it? It is. It, it, it's something that we've committed to to hold ourselves accountable as businesses and, and as a business. And I think that's, you know, it's like setting a goal for yourself. Like, it, and you, you have to you have to show up and follow up and, and continuously improve. And I think with B Corp, that's what really echoes with me personally is is that commitment. But it doesn't just it doesn't just give you a B Corp certification. It means you have to keep trying and getting better all the time. And that really is the goal for everybody in life, anyways. And so that is uh, that is echoed in all of the brands that we we have, and will continue to change and do things differently and better. Is what what are what we're committed to. That's great. I want to click on wines now and have everyone follow along with us as we uh, talk and taste through these wines. Tell us a little bit about this 2018 Willamette Valley Pinot Noir. Okay. Well, the 18, just for starters, was a great vintage. We've had a string of extremely successful vintages in, in the Willamette Valley, and this was another one of them. I mean, there's a lot of great fruit in the 18 wines across the board and nice kind of cooler fall. So we had also beautiful acidity. And I think both of those things show real well in this 18 Willamette Valley chemistry. I think it's got a lot of delicious berry and cherry and earth. And then it's got a beautiful balance to it. Definitely. I think um, something that Oregon is really well known for and is shown really nicely in this wine as well is the acid retention that remains in the wines. Um, this has minimal new oak because we want the fruit forwardness to come out. But when you taste it on the palate, there is just this energy and essence, um, that remains, which I think a lot has to do with the acid that is in the wine. So it's balanced really nicely. Yeah, that is a beautiful wine. You know, we talk about, uh, entry level. It's pretty amazing to, you know, deliver this wine, as an entry-level wine and at $20, right? And it, you know, it tastes like a $40 or $50 bottle, doesn't it? Yeah, that's, I I think it definitely speaks to top quality. And the way that I think about chemistry is like the late Kate Spade did with her handbags is, ours is even more so this is affordable luxury and it's exciting to be able to offer these wines to people and again it starts in the vineyard and that's where it's all coming from and we're collaborating as as winemakers but yes i i think i i'm glad to hear that and i i'm really proud of this wine for that reason now the pinot gris it's that time of year i know for myself i kind of trend away from it in the winter in in Oregon. I just got to be honest. We're drinking bubbles, you know, we're drinking reds, right? This is a wine you come back to in springtime. We've had a good run of weather here the past couple of weeks. And tell us about the 2018 Willamette Valley Pinot Gris. 
I agree with you completely, Brian, where when the sun's out, you know, whites and bubbles and rosé is a definite go-to for me, especially um, during these quarantine days. It's nice when we're so lucky that it's sunny and beautiful um, that five o'clock doesn't come soon enough. But anyway, um, the Pinot Gris, it is really lovely. It has nice aromatics of papaya and stone fruit. And again, the palate, there's that energy of the acid retention that um, Oregon is so well known for. Hey, Melissa, I got to be honest. I had migrated away from Pinot Gris I felt like, this is just my own opinion, everybody's got theirs when it comes to wine. Um, I came back to Pinot Gris because of, you know, your wines at Stoller and this wine, because it just feels, it, it just has a different, uh, it hits me a little different on the palate. There's a little more, I guess a little more fruit forward, maybe that's the way to describe it. It feels like, you know, just a little more to the wine. Well, that's great. Uh, and I think, yeah, Pinot Gris can do a lot of different things, but it also can be fairly innocuous and, and something that is, yeah, you don't necessarily look for for complexity. Mm-hmm. But there's a lot there. Pinot Gris offers a lot of beautiful fruit, and we do focus on that. And we, we pick the grapes and we're looking for fruit. We're not trying to make something too lean with the Pinot Gris. And uh, we're mindful of that. We source grapefruit, and then it's all about the balance to me personally with Pinot Gris because I find that it can be too sweet and very sensitive to the balance of sweetness, but also it needs to be, it needs to have that counterpart to the natural acidity in Pinot Gris as a varietal. And also Pinot Gris tends to have some bitterness to it because the skins themselves have, it's kind of a grapefruit pith kind of tart bitter yep and so if you don't have just the right amount of counterpart i would say sweetness to balance that out it's not successful so we work really hard on that part with pinot with this pinot gris and all pinot gris in general but just balancing those two so in my mind this wine does not come across as sweet at all but i'm not left with this like tart kind of finish that I, i don't really care for yeah that is that is a great wine Let's talk about the bubbles now, the Chemistry Rosé Bubbles, $20 for a bottle of Chemistry Bubbles, uh, and that also a great value, great introduction to the Stoller family of wines and bubbles. Tell us about this one. This wine is uh, it's incredible for all of us winemakers. It's, uh, you know, it's, it's really hard to find this price point for a sparkling, a bubbly wine, right? And it's challenging to make it too. So we, we had a lot of collaboration on the technicalities of coming to this goal here to release this wine. Uh, and for the wine team, we have Ben Howe. He heads up our production. He's our, uh, our director of winemaking at Stoller. And he put a lot of effort into how to get this in bottle and, and, and all that. And so... Yeah, this is rosé, again, made for a Pinot Noir rosé, like I mentioned with the, the still rosé and with the sparkles to it. So, yeah, we're, we're thrilled to have this and it took a lot of work and we're really proud of it. It's just a really fun wine to be able to drink and to have in our portfolio as well. I think Stoller is a great example of getting and wanting to get into the sparkling wine 
program in general. They've made a couple of delicious bottles of sparkling wine. And I think this is just another tip of the hat of, again, getting people in the door and understanding sparkling and enjoying it. I totally agree. And that, you know, a lot of that piece of that uh, focus comes from Kate Payne Brown. So she's winemaker for Stoller Family Estate, and she heads up the reserve programs and our smaller lots here at the reserve winery on the property. And she is extremely passionate about sparkling wines and champagnes, and she makes sparkling wines with her own small label. She does all of our uh, sparkling for Stoller with our LaRue's, like uh, Katie mentioned. And so she had a, a piece of this, big piece of this too, to like bring something to the table that was affordable and a different approach at it. And, and so, yeah, we have a really neat, uh, again, collaboration with our winemaking team to get here today to this chemistry. And it is a fun wine to have. It's delicious, easy to drink, and really nice bubbles. I mean, they're, 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 uh, so that sparkling wines that uh, are here can be a little aggressive with bubbles uh, with them, but the, I think these are nice. They're small, and we're proud of that. It's a, it's a fun wine to have. Well, speaking of fun, it sounds like the two of you and everybody else running around Stoller and Shehalem and Chemistry and Canned Oregon, you're all having a lot of fun. Yeah, we definitely we, are. We do. We try to. We work hard, but you know, we're making wine. You know, we're we're real, we're in the luxury business here, and we need to take that to heart. And we're we're all artists, and we all are here because we like great wines and life and agriculture. And I think that shows. And again, going back to what I said earlier about the company is it's about the people, and we're very fortunate to have this team of people that we have. So we try our best, anyways, to take care of each other. Melissa Burr and Katie Santora joining us. And if you haven't already placed your order, the chemistry site will automatically forward you over to the Stoller Family Estate site for checkout. And those chemistry rosé bubbles are a steal at 20 bucks a bottle. Same for the Pinot Noir. And you don't have to be a millennial to appreciate those values for sensational wines from the Stoller Family Wine Group. Thanks for the download. More from Oregon, Washington, and California in upcoming episodes of Vintage. Thank you for downloading Vintage, hosted by the voice of wine, Brian Bushlack. Vintage is a presentation of Feedback Media, all rights reserved.